The Fiji judiciary continues to receive criticism over its judgment handed to high-profile lawyer Richard Naidu for contempt of court charges. Mr Naidu, a long-time critic of Fiji's government, has been convicted by the Suva High Court for pointing out a spelling error in a court decision on Facebook. This followed a complaint by Attorney General Ayas Said Kayum. University of Waikato international law professor Alexander Gillespie says the ruling against Mr Naidu was out of proportion. Our reporter Rachel Nath caught up with Professor Gillespie. The idea that you that a member of the legal profession does not bring the judiciary into disrepute is long-standing. The, and you see this in a number of countries, and it's one of the normal obligations with being a lawyer. The problem you have is that it has to be exercised reasonably, because if it's not exercised reasonably, then if it becomes too heavy-handed, like what's happened here, the judiciary brings itself into disrepute. Right. Um. So, so understanding what you're saying, is is it okay then for lawyers to bring this kind of action to to, well, to the well, public's attention? As in a spelling mistake? Yes. Well, well, with a, with a spelling mistake, the, the I mean, you you could argue that the lawyer should have been a little bit more judicious and perhaps talked to them directly himself, and then they could have amended the mistake without it being public but aside that it should have been it should not have been dealt with in such a heavy-handed way where someone has effectively been censured to such a high degree because normally when someone is brings the judiciary into disrepute it's for or the, the legal profession into disrepute it's for a very significant type of event and you could imagine like a a lawyer directly challenging a judge or being vulgar in court or speaking in a very angry type of way. Something like this is minor and it has created a disproportionate response to the lawyer. Mm. Yes, now that's interesting. Now, in terms of that and, and what that, not just the lawyer's case, but going forward from here, now that there's a case like this in Fiji's, um, um, you know, courts, this sets a precedence. That's right. What, and, and in many ways, what you've got to be looking for here is not the case itself, but the context that it's being applied within. Because Fiji is one country among many where you're seeing a lot of pressure put upon those who express dissent. And sometimes even if there is a legal foothold for applying this pressure, it can become disproportionate. And sometimes you will find the laws would be abused to make sure that those who are critical are kept silent. Yes, and I think that's one thing that's really important. What does this mean for the people of Fiji now? I mean, the whole premise of a d- democracy is for you to be able to, you know, question the uh, forearms of the government. Does, where does this put Fijians now in terms of being able to express their freedom of speech? It's different from the Fijian citizens having concerns, legitimate concerns, and expressing themselves with their freedom of speech and through a freedom of the press. But that's a different responsibility for a lawyer who often has a code of conduct that they have to perform with regards to the legal system and respect to the judiciary. What what it means is that lawyers would become much more scared 
of speaking out or doing anything which could potentially aggravate the authorities. But for the citizens themselves, their rights should still continue. But the context of Fiji, like many other countries, is that to speak out against the authorities is often quite dangerous in certain times. And so you have human rights concerns. And it is fair comment to say that a number of commentators, NGOs, and indeed some governments are watching countries like Fiji with how they respond to this type of system. And that they, they have a the judiciary has a right to protect itself, but the attorney general should not be someone who is pushing disproportionate charges against lawyers because it ends up that action in itself will do more disrepute to the judiciary and the legal system of Fiji than what the lawyer himself did. Oh, that's very interesting. That is true. So it becomes um, a matter of the international community also looking into the Fiji legal system and the views that is being established right now based on this based on this particular case. That, that's right. I'm, I mean, mm -hmm. it's common to have rules that say no member of the legal profession should bring the judiciary into disrepute. But the way that these are administered uh, are normally quite liberal. And so when mm -hmm. someone is sanctioned for bringing the judiciary into disrepute it's normally for quite a heavy type of thing it certainly wouldn't be for bringing to someone's attention a spelling mistake absolutely um you know on that note i'd just like to talk about a comment that was made now from the um amnesty pacific again like you say the international community is looking back into Fiji right now and they have strong comments and strong views of what's happening so yesterday we spoke to um a representative from Amnesty Pacific who who labeled this, you know, this law that that um, Richard Naidu was charged under as a very archaic common law that used to be practiced in the UK and is not practiced. Um, it was removed solely because it was, um, you know, it, it did not meet the standards for human rights uh, on on the freedom of speech now what are your thoughts on that is that is that correct or do you still feel that lawyers are held to a different account of uh, you know code of conduct i i think lawyers it's common for even those the specific laws that are being mentioned have sometimes been removed the general principle remains that that lawyers have different expectations with how they interact with the judiciary and that's important because it, it helps bolster its credibility and its reasonableness. But if these rules in themselves, because the public needs to know that the, the judicial system is independent and it has integrity. And part of that means that those who are in the system have to be responsible towards it. But even though you've got these rules, you can't use these rules to apply a disproportionate penalty, which is what's happened here.